It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, 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 it's Faye OJ and welcome back to The Motion, where we get conversation moving in the best way possible. From music to culture to fashion to politics, this episode and this podcast is due to get your emotions in motion. Every week, I'll be joined by two guests, one arguing in favour of the motion and one arguing against, and they are challenged with the task of swaying my vote in their favour. So the motion today is whether social media has ruined the sanctity of moments and the privacy. And with me in the studio, I have Tom Segev and Dion Barnaby. So Tom is going to be arguing that social media has ruined the sanctity of moments. Hi, I'm Shout Tom. Tom. I'm, a, I'm a product manager at a record label, operator records. Um, I work a lot with social media. I work a lot in marketing. So I'd say I'm a bit experienced to talk on this subject. Just quick qualifier. All views are my own uh, and not representative of my employers. And on the other side, we have Dion, who will be arguing that social media has not ruined the sanctity of moments. History graduate, devil's advocate, working as a researcher for a sports tech startup. And yeah, everything I say are my own personal, is my own personal view. Before I knew Dion, I felt like I knew him through his endless tweets. Like this guy was a true terrorizer of the timeline and while tom is social media by day nighttime this guy is nowhere to be found firstly dion and tom are going to sort of just summarize what they think and why so i'm going to let tom start with his opening statement my argument is like we can all talk about how social media is bad and this and that, and maybe we can go into it, but I'm just talking about now how social media has ruined the way that we experience uh, moments. It's dictated the way we live our lives now. As you can see, it's everywhere. Everyone's all the time on social media. And people kind of change for those 15 seconds, that window of 15 seconds. The way people enjoy an event is dictated by how lit it looks like on social media. You can pull a load of different case studies. You can look at live music events. You can look at like relationships. You can look at family events. Like it spans over the whole thing how in this age, a presence on social media, it will dictate how much you enjoy a thing. People are too afraid to switch off. And I think what we could benefit all from is a little bit of a turn down. Ultimate goal never being completely off because it has its benefits as well. But I just think there's an overuse of social media now at any event, any experience. It just kind of ruins the real thing behind it. In effect, my argument is that I don't believe that there's anything necessarily wrong with wanting to savour a moment uh, using social media. Ultimately, my perspective is that if you can find a way to use social media sort of like a bit more tactfully, you can sort of find a, a more subtle or more sort of sensitive way of using it to stay in these moments almost and also i think it's kind of 
part and parcel of the way we live now. It's part of the, like the human experience almost. And so if you sort of think about it in the sense that it's it's part of these moments, it's not just sort of something that's on the side. It's something that's actually part of and within these moments and you might find it a little bit less jarring. To just give a little bit of context, what sort of inspired this was, rest in peace, Kobe's death. Right, I felt like there was sort of like a rush to react. Shaq's post, all his friends, I don't know them, admittedly, but you know when mm. you can just tell it's like something's forced. Like they're reacting because it's expected of them to react. Mm. And then LeBron didn't react immediately and people were attacking him and his comments and saying like, how's he not going to respond when Kobe's last post was them two together? And it's just like, the guy has just lost a friend. Is that now the measure of if somebody cares or not? That's become the general trend, like care equals posting. So now I'm going to pose questions to both sides. You're not going to address each other just yet. You will have the opportunity to do that later. Tom, I'm going to come over to you. I hear what Dion's saying about how it's now become part of the moment. I think people sort of like live in this nostalgic past and sort of assume that because it wasn't so quick, it was always positive. So why do you think it's a ruining rather than an evolving? This is like the go-to answer for any social media like debate. Oh yeah, it used to be like, you used to be so connected with people and now people are disconnected. Like you used to send letters to someone you liked. <laughs> you don't have to, you know, you DM them like, that's the go-to argument and I think there's a reason for it in that people are living in a nostalgic past. I think the reason why people see ruin is like we see the more negative sides of it because ultimately social media is public. And not to believe that DMs are private as well because you can just as easily get screenshot and put on the timeline. <laughs> so people are much more receptive now to, let's say, the bad nature of people. Um, it's a lot easier to post whatever you want. Uh, we'll take the example of the Kobe thing. Of course, there was outpours of support and mourning of his death, but there's always going to be like wayward, wayward people or people that don't didn't respect Kobe or p didn't do this that are free to post their thoughts, that are free to share that with their followers, with the world. It is those people that have kind of caused the the ruin. It's those people that have kind of brought it down. I want to come back to you, okay. Dion. Yeah. Another thing that inspired this was um, something on Twitter. You know, people are now doing this, we need to talk about. Oh. So <laughs> we need to talk about people capitalising off people's pain for clout. For example, say someone's boyfriend's dad has passed away. Right. And so for that boyfriend's birthday, the girlfriend has, say, oh, yeah, I've seen this. got all the letters that the dad has posted right. to the son and, like, presented them to her boyfriend as, like, his present. Okay. So sort of connecting him with his dad that's passed away. Yeah. But then she films this moment mm. and right. um, puts it on social media. And I'll be honest, when I first saw it, because of how much people share these days. I wasn't outraged. I didn't have any sort of strong opinions. The first thing that jumped to my mind was, why does it stop here? You're sort of talking about a shut-off point. It's really ambiguous because it comes down to intent. Mm. So, for example, and that's yeah. something that you can only quantify as the person who's making the post. So in this instance that you've given, the girl might have posted it just because it's a nice thing to share. Things Sometimes things are just nice to share, you know. Mm. You don't, don't necessarily have to do it for the clout. And I feel like... 
social media sometimes doesn't make everyone a bit of a cynic. You feel like everyone's doing everything for the yeah. clout. However, she might have just done it because, you know, like I said, she wants to... It's some. It's it's a nice moment, in it? And you want to be able to share that with people. The fact that it then gains so much traction, that's not really on her because mm. people share, you know, sharing sort of like an exponential thing sometimes. It just keeps going and going and going mm. and going. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean... These moments, I'm sure, over the world happen every day. Emotional moments, family moments. I mean, that was a very close relationship moment. I'm just thinking it's now become almost too easy to post those moments. It's three presses. The camera off, the camera on, and then just tweet. Like it's, it's, No caption. Yeah, no caption. <laughs> <laughs> couple love hearts, couple love hearts. Um, but it's, it's just so easy to post those now. And uh, I think, yeah, because I saw I, I saw the video that you're talking about and it was, you can kind of look at it in the other way that, okay, she did a very, uh, she posted what felt close to her and I saw her boyfriend was like standing up for her. Like, of course, like it's, it's nice. The moment something hits and gets traction, the problem with social media is you've got then the debate that follows. Mm-hmm. Um, people trying to assume, involve themselves and it basically becomes a whole thing where, this small moment that was just meant to show a bit of love between two people is now a whole debate. Like, I should post this, I shouldn't share this, I shouldn't do that. Dion, your argument has sort of started from the person who's posting. I'm going to flip it now and focus on the people who are now watching. Yeah. Would you not say that people, I don't know where it comes from, but have this sort of, I feel like they have the authority and right to every moment. And like, that's what, that's where the sanctity disappears. So people are so obsessed with like seeing what everyone's doing and feel like they have a right to it. And it's not just celebrities. It's it's huge there, but also like in people's day to day. So where do you think that sort of obsession and that voyeurism, where do you think that stems from? I think it partly stems from social media, but I also think it's just like an inherently mm. human characteristic, an inherent human trait. People just... People want to be noticed at the end of the day. And people want to uh, be nosy. People want to be nosy. People want to know things and people want to be known. I want to know the know the know. But yeah, like people just they just want to know things. But it's been a thing since before, long before social media was sort of a real I guess like a central part of our lives. Social media has maybe amplified it and made it yeah. more sort of like more prevalent, but I don't necessarily think that it's all the blame should be placed upon social media. What you said about as soon as it gets there. I yeah. think the issue with social media and why, you know, I really want to focus on this word sanctity of yeah. moments is that there are no gatekeepers. Right. Everyone has a say. And if you asked me 10 years ago, if I believe in free speech, probably would say yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Today, I don't think everyone should have a say. Not quite a parallel, but at someone's funeral, even if it's a bad person's funeral, right? Mm -hmm. There's going to be people at the gate stopping certain people to go in. So when someone's giving a tribute, you're not really going to hear a heckler. Like, there may be anomalies, but realistically, you're not going to, you know, hear a heckler or hear, well, he was a bad person to me, well, he was a bad person to me. Mm -hmm. That place is now, like, it's actually protected Mm -hmm. with, like, a physical gatekeeper. As soon as it enters a public space, it's like, it's, vulnerable to anything and that anything could be good as you've expressed but 
when it's bad, how can that sanctity still be protected? Like, like I said, you've got to be aware that if you post something in on social media, chances are, well, no, not even chances. It's public. Lots of people can see it. Um, but I don't think the inherent sanctity of that particular moment is then lost because it's immediately on social media. I feel like you can sort of have that moment at, sort of in the private as well, but then it's also public. The experience that you have with, say, going back to the example we spoke about earlier, the moment with your boyfriend uh, and the girl giving him the letters, there is still that moment with the two of them. It, there's not. There's also something else that's going on on social media, but social media is not there in real life. Do you see what... I'm, so, I see the distinction you're mm, making. Yeah. And that's making me want to jump back to you, Tom. Because if I'm going out, right, you see my Instagram. I like to post a lot. Get dressed up, get my picture, get my likes, you know, impress a couple of MCMs. It's, it's all good. It's what just it is. But, yeah, just a couple. <laughs> I've matured over the last five months. Come on. But um, anyway, <laughs> I'll get my pictures. Might get, you know, nice nap or two. But then, like, the night continues. As Dion has said, social media is now a reality in our life. Like, but there's also that perception element. So if someone, you know, does their post and then continues their life, does their tweet and then continues their life, can't the moment still sort of enjoy? Can't you still enjoy the concert after you've posted your picture? You know what I mean? I think you can do whatever you want. You can be as anti of social media. You can be its biggest, biggest champion but you can never control what someone else does. Um, and at the end of the day, something will happen. We'll use the example of a night out. You may make that conscious effort to put the phone away, not record any snaps, not just have those massive dots at the top of your Insta, just loads of snap stories, <laughs> but 10 other he people in your dots. circle. Right? <laughs> they start as lines. Yeah, and they get to <laughs> dots. Yeah, really. I, know, no, I, know, I, know, I know what you're shit. doing, I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> But like 10 other people in your close vicinity are going to be. People can see this as an invasion of privacy. People can see this as just ruining the moment. If something big happens on a night out, great moment, I don't know. I'm not going to go into the specifics. All you see is flashes. All you start to see is the camera's coming out. The flash is coming out. It's like... Everyone's literally, and this can be said the same, I know people say this about gigs a lot, everyone's just watching that event happen through their phones. It's kind of brought down the excitement of the actual event because people are just wanting to capture it to show that they were there to other people that don't really care. Really, it has, if you take out the excitement of it, you can kind of attribute that to taking out the sanctity of the event as well. Okay, so two things jumped to my mind there. One is a personal anecdote, and the second is something just echoing what Dion said earlier about intent. So, if you're a dead person, right? Yeah. You're a dead person. You know, you're not that sociable, you're not let's say. You're oh, not, okay. Yeah, you're not active. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think to have the mentality, and you know, I might be breaking some hearts here, but to have the mentality that I'm going to go out to show that I was out, I think you're already blocking your blessings of a good night out. To be honest, so there are lots of there are a lot of there are there are a lot of and I'm I guess something I have to and I guess you guys will help me come to the decision is is that the fault of social media or is that just in you generally and in terms of the flashes, so I turned twenty two recently. I had a very very fun night and I'm thankful that my friend has recorded it. Okay, because 
my memory was sort of suffering a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Cloudy. I had a good time there. And then seeing like the memories and seeing that yeah. to go back to, I won't lie to you, it does enhance, it did enhance it because I got to experience the good night and now I get to experience it again and again and again. And I think that ease of being able to collect memories and your know, Snapchat memories, Instagram yeah. on this day, maybe the moment's lost, but the memory okay endures so i definitely agree with i mean look taking pictures of memories family memories like every anything has always been the best way to look back on something like we probably like the last generation to grow up with the the printed photos like they're gone they're gone they're gone they're Uh gone everyone now takes polaroids to put in their wall at uni but that's about it (laughs) but with the fairy lights yeah exactly but it's (laughs) Like, that's always been a thing of life. I mean, since the beginning of taking pictures, doing paintings, to savor the moment. And I definitely agree with that. But that can happen without social media. That video can happen. You can go on your phone just as easily and record a video as you can go and record an Insta story, a Snapchat. But why are people always going to Snapchat to record that video? Why are people always going to Insta to record that video and not opening the camera app? It's really a thing that people have now got into a very strong habit of doing Mm. and there's a clear distinguishing reason factor between the two is that it's going to be posted online sorry (laughs) Dion you got a pretty hard job to do here that's tough (laughs) because that has just changed my whole mindset yeah like you can still record it Mm -hmm. you just don't necessarily have to put it online it it low-key isn't putting it online that that sanctity Sort of goes. Dion. <laughs> I can't I, lie, that was a spinner. Just... It's time for Whoa. me to withdraw, come back a little bit as much as I can, and allow yeah. Tom and Dion to Hello. directly <laughs> question each other. Let's let the debate begin. Let me throw another one at you. Go on, go on. Uh, go on. on this guy's now. cocking. <laughs> we, we talked about... Um, you like the example of the the girlfriend filming the boyfriend, and that's their moment. It's mm. the moment of the person in front of the camera and the behind the camera. How would you feel if you're trying to have an intimate moment yourself with someone else, and other people start filming and other people start putting it on social media? So you feel like so, for example, if someone was a proposal, a public pro- a proposal, a proposal, or any intimate moment. Yeah, any. Yeah, no, I hear that. Um, I think you and that person can still have that intimacy you you can if you want to social media doesn't have to ruin that moment for you you can if you want to ignore it block it out whatever but ultimately if say let's let's use the example of a proposal if i'm proposing to you and someone else is deciding to film it okay that might be in the back of my mind but ultimately i'm focused on in that moment i'm focused on you that moment that intimate moment is about us so i don't need to worry about social media you know i can still have that moment i can still enjoy it with with the other person do you not think the way that social media is so intertwined with careers with all this if you have an intimate moment and it's construed differently or it gets taken in completely the wrong light that has more of an effect just than getting a couple retweets a couple (laughs) likes that has an effect that people could then see see you start doing something wrong. People could have an objection to the way you live your life. Yeah. Suddenly, that small personal moment 
without you could have been focused on whoever you were proposing to without doesn't matter who's filming yeah but that's out of your control yeah that could then spiral out of control like there's there's so many possibilities that are avoidable without the constant filming say we'll go to the proposal say it was a a, a relationship that some people wouldn't deem right and mm-hmm. we see that a lot in in the in social media these days. People mm-hmm. are against the way people are living in their own relationships. This explodes up on Twitter. This explodes up on Insta. Suddenly, people have a whole army against them for this one small or proposal, big moment. <laughs> <laughs> small or proposal, big moment. <laughs> is it little proposal? Yeah. And then on they're receiving an onslaught of comments of messages. What I would say is that. Ultimately, I, I understand what you're saying and I, I do yeah. agree. But ultimately, for us, the sanctity is still there. You're thicker skin than most. The sanctity. So I guess like because I guess that's the central focus point of this yeah. like, debate. Mm. The sanctity for me can still be there regardless of what everyone else is shouting about in the corner or whatever they're saying. And, and I know there are obviously wider repercussions, but then it comes... I know we keep coming back to this. It's intention versus interpretation. I have the intention of making it intimate just because other people take it out of proportion. They do whatever, think whatever they want to think, say whatever they want to say. It doesn't necessarily mean that that moment has lost any of its value for me. And I do agree that some people might not be thick-skinned enough to deal with that. Um, but like ultimately, I still think that there is something to be said that there is sanctity within that moment. Just before you... <laughs> Jump on him again. Dion, do you have any, you know, direct questions to Tom? Do you not think that because social media is effectively so prevalent, so social media is within the moment and sometimes it is within that sanctity. You don't need to necessarily separate the two or like you can separate the two and have sanctity still maintained. Here you're kind of like assuming that social media is kind of like a passive passive thing in the moment but Mm -hmm. how soon and i think already social media is dictating events social media is dictating the way we live lives like it has taken over i want to throw another example at you oh your your other half be it he be it her is coming to give you a present for your birthday now she said she's got something like special planned for you Mm -hmm. um and she comes with a box and you're excited You, you get a present and just before she gives you the box there's a flash in your eye. There's someone filming you, filming, giving you the present. Now, does it not go through your mind at least once that that moment is somewhat slightly ruined by the need to share it with others? It's like the same as the letter with the dads and the girlfriend. Like, why do you need to film that and post it? We're quite fortunate in that we've we've been able to experience sort of not life before and after social media, but that we have lived. Yeah, we've lived through quite a lot of change. We've seen how social media sort of came from nothing, yeah. became sort of like all-encompassing in everyone's lives. And I feel like a lot of the problems with social media are the fact that it can be quite brash in its usage. So in that moment, the, the flash has just appeared in my face. I'm like, well, what? and then I'm very aware of the fact that it's being filmed. But then if I was to, I don't know, set up a camera somewhere else, and I filmed it from a distance and then I wasn't really the person I wasn't necessarily aware of the fact that it was being filmed obviously that moment is still there do you think maybe that perhaps if people found a more tactful way of using social media then in those sort of like intimate moments it wouldn't be so bad 
and oh, and then and I guess the second question as well is that for, do you not think for some people it's just become like the norm and perhaps it is part of the sanctity as well I think the the problem that I find is that social media is so intertwined mm-hmm. as in that moment yeah I feel like social media should be a choice not a necessity yeah and for a lot of people they see it as a necessity to for the recipe for a good time mm-hmm. um, I'll bring it back to parties there are literally videos on Twitter of people getting their phones out doing that that the the one that faces portrait uh, <laughs> and uh doing it on that selfie mode mm. filming and as soon as the camera goes down the faces drop mm. they just stand around they make that event seem like a good time people feel the need to have this now it's kind of the need for something to to have that sanctity of the moment and if you really have social media, do you really think it is that beneficial to need social media to preserve or even show the sanctity of the moment? Shouldn't it just be there because of the connection you feel with whoever it is or the connection you feel with yourself? So, okay, I understand what you're saying. I guess that comes back to what I was saying, though. I was saying about, is it now for some people just how... That's all they know. So, for example, I've worked a lot with children and I know that sort of even being I'm only 22, but some of the ones who I'm like, say, I don't know, eight, nine years older than there's mm. such a massive difference uh. in the way that our lives are lived. And so they'll sort of come to me saying, oh, have you seen have you heard of this thing? Have you heard of that thing? I'm like, yeah. Big, I don't know what this is. Like, <laughs> I, I felt, yeah. yeah, honestly, I've become an uncle before my time. But like for them, that's just how that's just how things are. Yeah. They just consume uh, I don't know. They consume a moment with social media in, with it. Like it's it, it's just like another my, element of it. Do you see what I'm saying? My argument is that then they're not able to consume that moment properly. Okay. My argument is. That, but what's properly? Okay, I I shouldn't use the word properly. Got to quantify that was Yeah. Um, no, my argument is that they can't consume that moment the way to fully enjoy the moment itself. Yeah. Um, and I keep going back to this because the moment is then defined by how you capture it. Mm-hmm. when really if people are too concerned by how they capture the moment how are they going to really enjoy that moment itself um, and if you look at kids younger these days everything they do is captured um, 100%. so as soon as you start quantifying and, and validating how you enjoy the moment by whether you capture it or not People will be disappointed. So say something great happens, people will be disappointed that it wasn't captured and shared. I'll keep adding the and shared here because you can <laughs> capture any moment you want, but it's why do you have to post this? Why do you have to post? The sharing part is obviously, it's a big sticking factor. Um, but what's wrong with sharing? I guess it's sort of, it comes back to the intention thing. But if I want to share it because say there's a moment that I really enjoyed and I want other people to see it as well because I thought it was great. What's wrong with that? I think there's nothing wrong with sharing. Mm-hmm. I'll never say that there is anything wrong with sharing. But that's <laughs> of course, sharing for sharing is caring. <laughs> but that's sharing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's sharing for sharing's pur- like for purpose yeah. of sharing. I can't lie. I really thought I really thought I had made up my mind like ten minutes into this debate. But it's really difficult because you guys are sort of. It's, you believe the same thing, 
but you're just coming from different angles. Tom, you're coming from this sort of necessity, like why do people feel the need to share? Mm. And I guess Dion's is more of like a want. People want to capture the moment. People want to share the moment. If mm. your intent is still sacred then the moment due to your intent and no matter how someone reacts is still sacred and tom with this and share you've acknowledged that social media has been great for capturing but as soon as the share happens as soon as you sort of open the door up to good but also bad yeah. and sort of lose that gatekeeper that's where the sanctity goes mm -hmm. so i was just going to ask you both to sort of all things considered this is your last chance to get me on your side, basically. This is your <laughs> closing statement. What I would say is that these issues are not all necessarily a product of social media. Like we've discussed here, um, some of them are just human. They're just part of being part of, part of being a human. So social media is a sort of, I guess, the medium for doing it now, but it hasn't necessarily not been done before. But going on to the sanctity, I still believe that you can have a moment that is effectively, you know, there's sanctity. It doesn't necessarily have to lose that because it's then shared. Because if, I mean, you know, we can go on to, oh, you know, people can have uh, these debates about X, Y, Z, about how it's different, interpreted differently. But ultimately, I still have that moment with my friends, my family, whoever. I have it. If it's got its sanctity for me, then I feel like that's the most important thing. And yes, you can talk about, you know, the fact that people love sharing because, you know, they want people to view them a certain way. But if something is special to me, nobody can take that from me. And I think that's probably the most important part of this kind of debate. Social media, yes, like we said, it can be good, it can be bad, but I don't think it necessarily has to be sort of that influential in this instance. So we can obviously either side bring up any case study because we're going to find ones on either side to support our arguments. But a lot of the ones that you've brought up are ones that the event has happened, it has been filmed, and it has just been shared. Mm. It has been filmed to be captured, but then someone's thought, okay, I'll share this. But that's not the case for all of the images and videos shared online. A lot of stuff shared on social media is share, is captured with the purpose of being shared. A lot of people will capture, do things in their real lives with the sole purpose of putting it on social media. This kind of detracts from the moment itself. This kind of means that you are quantifying that moment. You're basically saying, it only means something to me if it gets traction, if someone else sees it. If you define a moment that you are having, and we'll bring the thing back to a one-on-one -on -one moment with anyone, if you define that moment by what other people think, you're immediately detracting from that moment, I believe. Other people could see differently, but inherently loses. That event lacks something now because you're waiting for validation for someone else. A lot of people on social media, and yeah, we can talk about the good on social media, like the whole Kobe thing. There was bad, but there was good as well. People were outpouring in support for him and support for his family. Like, even now, Twitter is still mourning, and rightfully so. And that's the good side of it, but I see a lot of the bad. Mm. I see a lot of the 
people filming all the time, not really living in the moment. How annoying is it at a, when you're at a gig, whoever it is, and one of their mo more popular tune comes on, and you just want to enjoy it, but then there's 50,000 phones in the air. You can't see. You're watching through someone else's phone. They're not enjoying it. And to think that, okay, fine, if someone else is filming it, surely I don't have to film it because I can just go on their video. But it's just that thing where people have become so, their lives dictated by capturing the moment that I think they're missing it. <laughs> I'll go back to this point, the same one over and over again. You can capture any moment, but you don't have to share it. Mm. Dion, I swear to you, if he didn't... If he didn't think, because that, that was the point that my head was doing up SpongeBob yeah, memes. I started that in myself as well. In the middle <laughs> of the debate. We've heard a lot today. I've heard a lot. I've got a very difficult decision to make. Loki has been made now, but it's time for you to hear my decision and why. I could have been either side of this debate, but there's one question I couldn't answer. And it's when Tom asks, why do I feel the need to share it? Human nature is to connect, is to have moments, is to even be nosy. And social media has helped this. Mm. But it is that sort of obsession with having to share it. And also what happens once you have shared it. I do think that even if it you, even if the moment can still be sacred and can still be private, you're opening it up. And just in that opening it up, you're opening it up to a lot of good, as Tom, you know, referenced with the COPE situation. But for me, flooding through my timeline, seeing all the tributes, and then seeing someone open up their stupid, dirty mouth, mm. it does make the moment less sacred. Mm. It does make it less private and it does you know open it up to a discussion to a debate and when someone's discussing a private moment how is that private how is that sacred so do you need to sometimes shut out do you need to sometimes shut off yes and for that i am agreeing with tom the motion is closed i believe that social media has ruined the sanctity of moments Next week, we'll be back again with a different motion. Thanks for tuning in. I want to know what you think, though. Do you think I made the right decision? Do you disagree with me? At the end of the day, I'm just one person. This is what I think. But I want to know what you think. Till next time. something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino Ch -ch 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 -chum. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.